Welcome to another episode that's more than meets the eye. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And this is Cineblokes. It is. And we have just come from the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. We did, and we, we saw something. We did. We did. It was a movie. It was. Well, that's what you do when you, when you yeah. go to the, you know, when you, when you go to the cinema, I think. Right. right. Well, I mean, some, some people actually uh, perform lewd acts. Do they? Yeah, back, way in the back. I never go back that far, so I didn't. I didn't. Know I don't that. either. So how do you know they do that? I read it somewhere. What paper? No, it was on the internet. Oh, so you know this, it's true. This is where all the dots yeah. connect, right? Yeah. Um, so we have actually just watched Bumblebee. That's right, and uh, just spoiler alert: it's not about bumblebees. No. I thought it was one of those Disney documentaries, you know, yeah. like Planet Earth. You've or... been very confused about the films we go to see. The, yeah. the titles seem to be a little... They seem to be throwing you off a bit. They do. I was just expecting it to be at face value, and it never is. Yeah, you know. So... But look, you get more than meets the eye, huh? Uh, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did it twice. Yeah, this, yeah. so, yeah, this is actually uh, what I like to call uh, Rogue One, but for Transformers. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a really good comparison, Caelan. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's actually pretty smart. You don't really say smart things, but that's actually pretty smart. Thank you very much. Um, that's, it's yeah. very much what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a prequel to all the Star uh, Star Wars films. Thank you. Sorry. Caelan. Sorry, I messed you up. You're mucking it up in I there. I know. Um, no, so it's a prequel to all the Transformers films that we've yeah. seen. So it takes place uh, prior to the events of Transformers, uh, which I assume was supposed to take place in present day, right? Yeah. Well, they... they they didn't try to do any time jumps. No, so this no, one takes place like yeah. uh, in the late 80s. And, uh, of course, as always, uh, the review will be spoiler-free Correct. with a spoiler right. section at the end. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's a definite Rogue One type film. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, overall thoughts? I enjoyed it. Yeah. This, I'm actually, uh, i got to go back and rewatch the first one. Yeah. Uh, not the first Bumblebee, that was this one. I mean, the first Transformers. Right. Right. Um, because this might actually be a better film. Yeah. Hard to say, because I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah, I've not watched the first one in a very, very long but... time. I can't remember if I own it or not. But, yeah, it's it's honestly, if it's not better than the first, it's at least as good. Uh, and it's definitely better than anything else that's come out. Uh, in, in the filmography sense, yeah. uh, by a long shot, actually. Uh, it hits most of the right notes and it, it, it feels very much like the film. I'm, I think we walked out and, uh, you know, we both kind of had that feel of like, well, why didn't you just make this one first? Why, why didn't this just be the first Transformers movie we ever got? Well, I think the main reason is that Michael Bay didn't direct this one. Yes. So yes, he did, that, is, he that did, is true. He did produce it, but right. you know what? Unlike some other things of his that I've seen him produce, this had no Michael Bayisms to it. Yeah, it does feel like it was Michael Bay in name only. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of him in there, and honestly, that is probably the best thing this film could have ever done because uh, mm. it does feel very fresh. Uh, it feels new. It feels unique in its own mm-hmm. way, um, and without that Michael Bay stench, there's. There's a lot to enjoy. Yeah. Uh, right. No, no weird underage relationships that are justified by a card. Um, no Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, 
that's his name, right? Sure. None of that heavy breathing shit that he no. does. Yeah. No. Yeah. All that's not there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the storyline's pretty, uh, pretty focused. Yeah, it's very you focused. Know? It's very linear, which I, I very much enjoyed because especially, I feel like the first one's like that, but then you start to get into all the other films and they just go all over the place, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it gets too Well, convoluted. it's one of those where I don't know that the first one actually intended to have a sequel and then, in you know, made all this money right. and in typical fashion. Then they were like, oh, we got to make it uh, a trilogy. And then we'll make we'll it make more than that. We'll make more of these. Yeah, and so it felt like they was going back and sort of retconning things and trying to explain, you know, with the whole... They've been here the whole time, <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. And then this actually, you know, I feel like it plays with that a little bit further. You know, yeah. well, obviously we're not going to get into that until later, but um, but it does a, a good job at telling one story. Yes, and yes. it uh, and it tells that story very well. So it does. Uh, the director I've not heard of before. Correct. Um, but his name is uh, what was it? Travis. Travis Knight. Knight. Yes. Yeah. So. You might not know the name, but you would know him by his work. Um, so this is actually one of those films where we actually get to see a director that's done something. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like our last trips to the movies, uh, most of the directors have literally just directed the yeah. film that we watched. Uh, so this one actually has some history. Um, so he is known for Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm. Uh, he's yeah. known for... Kubo Karen... and the, the One String. And also, I think he did Kubo and the Three Strings no, as well. No, it's not a trilogy, mate. It's yeah. it's just Kubo and the Two Strings. That's yeah. the dumbest name I've ever heard of. Well, you can take it up with Travis. I will. He, he directed it. Do you, uh, do you have his number? I, I don't. Um, I'll... I'll check the phone book, see oh, what I can come up with. It's going to be a problem now. Um, so, uh, and then also, so he hasn't directed most of these, uh, but he's had a hand in creation, animation, and all of those things. So, uh, Paranorman, the Box Trolls, Coralina. So he's one okay. of the, I don't know if he's the owner of Leica Studios, uh, or if he's just the head of the animation department, but he's in very big event. in Leica Studios. Yeah, Leica does good work. And, and they do. I've enjoyed... Almost all of these films on there, actually. Yeah. So, and it shows here. He, he, it does. He handles all the, the you know, the big uh, CG monsters and robots and stuff very well. Yeah. I say monsters. There's yeah. no kaiju in this. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, just robots. Right. Um, but yeah, he does. He does good work. Now, of course, you you know, a director is only as good as uh, as the story he's telling. I sure. think they say. Yeah. It sounds similar to the thing I said on the last one. I, I think it is. You know, I think it is. One of these days, I'm going to get one that's actually an actual expression. I think you said that on the last one, and I think this time, I think it works. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, screenplay and story by uh, Christina Hodson. Yes. And, uh, you know, she does a good job here. Uh, you got, you know, again, because you're going back. You're going back to before the original, and you're sort of having to try to be creative in your own way but yeah. you've got these rules that have been established right and i feel like for the most part she uh she handled it well yeah you know she's she does and surprisingly you know her her uh, you know repertoire is very limited uh which is rare that you get somebody that uh, she's a tv writer is what it looks like mm. um so she's done mainly a lot of tv stuff but honestly she does a very good job here mm. um you know, she she does a really good job, like we had mentioned before, and I, I I apologize if I keep repeating it, but she tells a very linear story. It's got a lot of heart. Um, you know, we're not even getting in any kind of plot or anything like that, but it does, as much as it feels like, oh, I know where this is going, 
uh, it still feels very fresh. It's still a good, yeah. it's a good story, and it's a story that you might have seen, but it feels like the story you go to see. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed it, and I think both of them together created a really solid yeah. film. Well, because what's going on with the other Transformer films at this point is there's just too much going on. Yes. You know, it's right. like, oh, we'll just throw more characters at the screen. Yeah, and, and then... if they get bored with that, blow yeah. it all up. And so this, 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 uh, like, Reigns it in. Yes. Dies it back by a Way lot. down. Yeah. And, Keeps uh, it very straightforward. Does not, you know, there's not, uh, you know, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, uh, but, you know, there's not a ton of different battles all going on at once. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, your eyes aren't constantly doing this all the time. Uh, it's, it's very well done. There's a lot of restraint and they, and what I feel that does, and from a writer's perspective and from a director's perspective, is they're allowed to, they're given the opportunity to tell the story that's important. Yeah. And that's what makes this a really good film. Uh, we get the important story of Bumblebee. We get the important story of Charlie Watson. And, and we really get to relate to those characters a lot because we're not trying to memorize every face that we see. Yeah. Uh, and so that, I feel, has, has really made an impact on making yeah. the film very good. So kudos to you. And speaking of Charlie Watson, yes. so uh, played, uh, so basically she is the Shia LaBeouf of this yes, movie. Yes, she's the new Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. The Mark Wahlberg. The, the old uh, Witwicky of this, yes. of this film. Not related. No, uh, uh, not at all. But uh, played by... Uh, uh, you're, Hayley, you're a fan. Hayley Steinfeld. Yeah. Uh, who I am a big fan. Uh, I've been watching her uh, since she was a wee lad. Uh, girl, was bird. She, was she a wee... Was she a wee lad? You mean a wee lass? Yes. I think that's what the Scots yeah. say. We we lass we lass. Look, she was a young she's bird. She's not a lad. Well, she's not a lad. You're correct. Um, no, so she, I, I remember her from the remake of True Grit, uh, where she was very young. I think she was like ten. It was like her first role, and she knocked it out of the park. Um, she did a great job, and uh, I think she got nominated. And then she was like, "Oh, acting's great, but I'm gonna go make music." Uh, and then she became a really good pop star. And honestly, a lot of her music's pretty great. Uh, but she does kind of trickle back into acting, so she'll do, you know, yeah. she was in Pitch Perfect 2, um, and then it, this, uh, and she's she's great. Yeah, she's really, a, really good. That's a lot of the uh, the old face acting. Yeah, you know, it's not, the face acting. It's not quite Nicolas Cage level, but... You know, it's tough. It's tough, I understand. Not many can achieve that. Yeah, you know? no, it's it's a very, very yeah, difficult. Because you've got, you've got Cage face, Yeah, and then you've got everyone else. Right, yeah, it's you know? right here, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know she does well. She does. She does a really good job. Uh, I I'm I'm a big fan, and this is one of those things where I'm glad she returned to the big screen, and I think she carries the film uh, in in her own way. So uh, we've got John Cena. Yeah, who uh, yeah. is a bit of a bit of an antagonist bit, in this, yeah. um, but yeah. you know he still has the old he, Cena charm. Yeah, he's got the Cena charm, and it, it looks like he watched uh, Fast Five and was like, I'm gonna be Hobbs. Uh, yeah. and just basically channeled his inner rock, yeah. um, which would make sense because they're both from the same world. And so. he, was, he was given some good lines to say. He was. He know, was. So yeah, he's, he's got some moments of his own. So, he, does, yeah. he does well. Um, and really, I mean, there's other people in this, but it's, you know, the Transformers are really, I think, the focus. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, which is a good uh, change, actually. Yeah. It is a good, there's, you know, there's not many, like we said, there's not a, a flood of characters that no. we need to memorize. And, they don't keep trying to make every single human that you meet somehow important to the overall story. Yeah. It's 
you know, Bumblebee is the story. That's yeah. the main person that we're supposed yeah. to focus on. But so. of course, you've got your, uh, you know, was it Peter Cullen doing the voice of Optimus Prime right. again? Yeah. Um, so Bumblebee is given a voice. Yes. Uh, you know, until they, you know, factor in what happens, uh, the events in the first film. So we do get to that point with him. But he does start off having a voice, and that voice is by uh, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. Who you might know from such things as other movies Dylan O'Brien's been in. Um, or Teen Wolf, if you watch the show. Oh, is that what he's from? Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. He's from Teen Wolf, and then he yeah. was in the such the Maze so... Runner series. and Yeah. yeah and he's the in, Maze uh, Runner. He's in the internship in American. He's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. that guy. He's, he's the new Hollywood Jai Courtney, where they're like, we got to make him famous, but... I thought he was the new Logan Lerman. I'm not... Whichever one you want. You, I mean, you take your pick. I've, honestly, when I saw his picture, I thought that's who it was. <laughs> they look pretty interchangeable. They do look pretty interchangeable, but, yeah. And honestly, you would never know it that it was yeah. him. It, it's it's, it's you know, pretty it's, short-lived. Yeah. But you're two, uh, you're two big bads yeah. in this. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. I was shocked, actually. Yeah. So one of them is voiced by uh, Angela Bassett. Yeah, the vampress herself. Yeah. And if they make more of these guys, she's going to be around for a long time uh, because she doesn't die. So, you know, that yeah. she could just do these movies forever. Yeah. I did not know that it was her, to be honest. I had no idea. It's one of those, I was shocked when I looked up the yeah, car. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it could be, I mean, she's fine and everything, but yeah. it could be anyone. It could be anyone. You know, yeah. same uh, they're, with... Uh, yeah, they're, they're Decepticons. It's, yeah, same with the other one. Which, who's uh, Justin, Justin Thoreau. Yeah, yeah. could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. No yeah. idea. They yeah. do a little bit of work with their voice. They're yeah. not voice actors, so right. they're not really doing like a character, like you, you Peter Cullen or anything right. like that. Yeah. Everyone else just is doing themselves. Yeah, so I was more surprised that it was them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, that's those are the main those are the main cast members. Yeah, there's a there's a sort of a, a plucky sidekick sort of love interest uh, character that is played by Jorge. Lindenburg. 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 Lexington. Borg. Resistance is futile. That makes sense. Yeah. That that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, I mean, he's good too. He has a lot of, uh, I would say he's got more of the the Shia LaBeouf mannerisms. He does. Yeah, he he does. She does. But it's, you know, they they work, they have good chemistry. They do. Yeah, they they really do. Yeah, they have good, honest chemistry. So, so special effects action special effects yeah this is um it just as as the italians would say right yeah yeah slow slow clap that up yeah that was bravo bravo giant robot fights that we can see what's happening crazy (laughs) who would have thought i know who knew if you just do wide shots you can fucking see what's going on Handled um, so very well. Yeah, here. it's it's very clear that the director comes from a a you know animation uh, background. Yeah, uh, it, he there's a lot of care and concern with what we see as the viewer. Um, you know, the, the honestly, it's it's the be- it is the best special effects in any Transformers film. Uh, and I, I I know that's a lot to say because the first one was so beautiful. Um, but this is just. Like I said, it, there's the restraint of it, of just really making sure we see it. Um, it's just done so well. Uh, some of the best special effects I've seen in any Transformers film, hands yeah. down. And yeah. they, uh, there's not, for me, there was only one moment 
where you could tell it was on a green screen, and yes. it's it's actually from the trailer, the shot that they use. Yeah, right. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, yeah, otherwise it's, it's tops. Uh, yeah, some of the best. Yeah, it's very very good. Yeah, and you do. Yeah, there is a lot of action in this. Yeah, um, there you is. Know, and it's not all just like robot on robot violence, right? Um, because that's a hate crime, but. Uh, but you know, there, there's, it's just, it's there's a lot. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. All right, yeah. I did not know that. Ask anyone. I'll, I'll ask the Autobots when I see them. They'll they'll confirm that. They Thank will. you. I'm, I assume he's friends with Autobots. Apparently, yeah. I mean, we haven't talked in a while, but you know, it's been a long time. It has been. All right. So yeah, uh, yeah so shall we? We rate this thing. I think so. All right. This this is difficult. Is it? It is. Um, but I. Man, I, I think... Do you want, you want me to go first? No, I've got it. All right. I'm, I'm the only... I, I'm not struggling with what I want to give it. Uh, well, I'm not struggling with what I want to name it. I'm struggling with how high I want to rate this oh, film. I've got it uh, all sorted. All right, you got it all sorted. All right, go yeah. for it then, Kevin. Hey, I'm giving it four out of five... Okay. ...scenes that are stolen directly from the movie E.T. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Solid. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. Yeah. There's a few things. I'll get into spoilers. Some things that bother me a little bit about it, but okay. I mean overall, it's, it is one of the best Transformers films I've right. seen. I am actually going to go a little higher. Yeah. Uh, I am actually going to give it. I'm going to give it about a four point three. Uh, uh, eighty songs that we just are now stuck in my head for the rest of the night. Um, yeah, it's it's really good overall. I I very much enjoyed myself, and honestly, I would recommend this film to. Anybody that's a fan, yeah. uh, definitely. Yeah. So, so we're going to get into some spoilers right spoilers, now. So, spoiler, spoiler, dance, spoiler, spoiler dance, dance, spoiler dance, spoiler dance, dance, spoiler dance. Which yeah. you know, so bugger off. Yeah, bye. Yeah, so, all right, but if you haven't cleared off, I'm going to spoil yeah. it. Who what? Yeah, spoilers cleared you off. No, no, no. That's not. It's not what I said at oh, all. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Alright, so, so, spoiler time! Who knew that Optimus Prime was Bumblebee's father? I knew the whole time. I could have seen it coming. I called it in Revenge of the Fallen. Nobody wanted to believe me. Yeah, I mean, everyone, uh, you could have seen it. The writing is on the walls because Prime is actually Vermidian for father. I don't, I don't think any of that is correct. None of that is true. Yeah, none right. of none of that is none of that happens in this no, film. Not at all. Um, yeah, right. So, but so uh, you mentioned uh, at, in your your rating, yes, about the music. So yes, uh, if you like a good eighties soundtrack, you're going to like this film. Yes, and and I do. However, when the movie started, yes, I was assaulted by a it is it is a bit songs. of an assault yeah it's like one 80 song cut to the next scene another 80 song maybe we break in that same scene and we're getting another 80 song it was just like bam 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 like back and forth yeah and you're just like oh hold on it's calm down suicide squad <laughs> so but yeah, then it's, it's it does balance out though. it does they, they do it's really just that it's almost like a montage scene kind of of just kind of showing the day in the life of Charlie Watson yeah, type was, of deal. But it is. It is a bit of salt thing. And yeah. I fucking love the 80s. They were just like, they, you know, don't forget it's the 80s. Yeah. It's 87. Here's every song ever in a span of 30 seconds. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. But they but do balance it out. They, they do. They start to, they let up. And then uh, I felt like the 80s music actually started to fuel the yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, and it started to really become a part of the world rather than being assaulted by it. But yeah, there's that. That opening moments when we really start, when they, you know, do that, oh, it's 1987, they fucking make sure you know that it's 1987. <laughs> yeah, they do. 
Um, so this film does some retconning. It does. In... I, it do, when I so previously when I said this should have been the first film, I mean that wholeheartedly because they change everything. Everything you know about how the how the Autobots got here, how the Decepticons found them, how Bumblebee lost his voice, how Bumblebee, how long Bumblebee's been on this fucking planet, they retconned all of it. All it's of it. all different. It's a completely different origin story for the entire universe. I yeah. feel like, and and I don't it, because it feels like it's supposed to be in the same universe because there are things that they tried to tie in, like him getting his voice damaged. They just it's different than it was explained in the first film, right. I feel like. But doesn't he lose it in the first film? No, they say something about that it was damaged. and They, they mention that it was previously damaged. I have not but seen I the don't first remember, film in a very long time. I don't remember the specifics of it. But the thing, the thing is, so this movie has a... It's not, a, it's not an end credit scene. There's no end credits, but there's right. like a... Early credits, it's a mid, yeah, it's not right. quite mid credits, but there's a there's a scene that shows Optimus and Bumblebee on Earth, and you kind of get the feeling that it's before the events of the first film. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure all the Autobots land, with the exception of Bumblebee, right, landed in the first film. So that yes. makes no sense. Yes. Um, but then yeah, so he uh, Bumblebee lands in '87. Okay, 1987. They show him crash, and then he fights another robot who, who fuck knows how he got there so quickly, but whatever. Uh, maybe he was there the whole time. I don't know. I don't know, right? They, they followed him, though, didn't they? Well, no, I'm not sure, because Optimus does mention something about other other robots being on Earth, I thought, or something, or maybe no, they knew about no, it. No, he didn't say they were on Earth. He said he had other robots all over. The fact, the fact that this thing landed almost immediately after he did, Yeah, I was like, how did he track him here? And if he tracked him here, how the fuck would no <laughs> one else know? No that wouldn't yeah, make any right. sense. But, um, so, I, I had a thought. I was going somewhere with this. <laughs> oh, right. Completely, completely derailed. Okay. Yeah, no, you're going to have to come back to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they retcon everything. And honestly, it, it didn't bother me as much. Uh, I mean, yes, part of me was like, "What?" but this isn't the story that I know. But this story's so much better that it yeah. didn't really... I was like, oh, okay. Um, I really like the relationship oh, between... I do uh, remember what it was. See, I was just going to ramble until, yeah. you know, his, he only no. has like two thoughts at a moment. So I don't I just know. For the other one to leave. I don't know which of the terrible sequels it was. But in one of them, there was... They all sort of blend together. There was a flashback of Bumblebee helping stop Hitler. Oh, that's the last night. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm, I, I could be mistaken. Maybe my, I don't know my history. Uh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure Hitler did not try to take over the world in 1987. I, yeah. That's just me. You sure? Maybe I'm wrong. You're positive on that. I'm not 100%, honestly. World War Two might have been big in 87. I'm I, not look, sure. I, I know there was something going on with Russia because they talk about it, but maybe it was like Russia yeah. and Germany. I, I'm not sure. But yeah. as far as I know, it happened before. I could be wrong. I mean, maybe look, Travis knows something on They that. did mention the Cold War, right? And and World War Two took place mostly in Europe. So it's very cold. Where that, it is that very this, cold. This could check out. So maybe, maybe it all maybe works Maybe it does out. all come together. And they're, they're alternate timeline. Yeah, and that's why we've got Nazis today. Yeah, I'm sure. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right. Um, 
that has nothing to do with, you know, the film at hand. No, but, um, it just, it's one of those things where like, yeah. wait, do you take place in the same universe? Yeah, it's, uh, and, and, or don't you? I'm going to be honest, a part of me doesn't want it to. Part of me wants to have it just stand on its own, have it be its own story, and if you're going to continue, just continue off of that. Yeah. Um, it's it, honestly, it, it's, but, uh, but well, look, we know it's not because of where the movie ends. Uh, right. <laughs> so, because you might be asking yourself, Hey, where did this girl go? If she was so influential in Bumblebee's life. Yeah. You know, cause I was, I was making the joke before we saw it. There. It was like, Oh, she obviously dies because it she's not It does feel there. that way because she's not around anywhere. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. she just essentially is like, you gotta, you got people you gotta save and yeah. me too. And then they fucking go. Go their several ways, and at the end, he he scans a Camaro. Yep. And then she gets all butt hurt because he could have been a Camaro the whole time. <laughs> I will say this: uh, this film has a lot of heart. It there, does. There's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of you know tugging on the heartstrings. You know, there's a lot of building that relationship with Bumblebee and Charlie. Um, you know, so so Charlie kind of lives in this uh, world where you know she lost her father, so her father died uh, of a heart attack. And she she hasn't gotten over it yet. You know, she's got this car in the garage that she's been trying to fix up that they were working on together. And, you know, she has a very hard time doing it on her own. Her mom has moved on and, you know, she just can't take it. Uh, so her and her family, just right off the bat, her and her family just don't, they don't get along. They don't right. see eye to eye. She's, you know, wrestling with a lot of things. And I think Haley does a good job in kind of bringing those things to the surface because at the heart of it, her story is really about her reconnecting yeah. with the family. It and, does, and under, you know, it takes one or two scenes to get on her side, though. You, until you find out why she's a bit the way she is. Because the very right. first scene where she comes out and she's just like, <laughs> give me a car. And yeah. you're like, well, just hold on. <laughs> Slow down. Let, let's dial it back. You know, yeah. I, I was really like, I don't, I don't like this person at all. I like your attitude. No, and then, you know, we... we learn more about her and then right. you're like okay yeah no she's just a teenager yeah so yeah she's just a teen yeah. a misunderstood teen uh and it's they, there's some funny they play around a lot with that and there's some funny moments where instead of them getting her a car for her 18th birthday uh they get her these gifts that just clearly they don't know her in yeah. any way uh and it's very funny the way that they do it um and there's honestly i i felt like most of the jokes in this film landed Oh, yeah. uh, there, there were a number of kind of laugh out loud moments. Yeah, for we me. laughed multiple um, times. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of John Cena moments that are really great. Um, uh, you know, he has, for me, it was the greatest line <laughs> in the films. Absolutely. So when these Decepticons show up, they basically what happens is when Bumblebee first crash lands, he cra he crashes in the middle of this military training area. Yeah. And uh, they think that he's an attack, right? So right. they're tra tracing him down. And then another Decepticon shows up, or a Decepticon shows up, right. kills everyone except John Cena, and uh, stabs, you know, Bumblebee in the throat, <laughs> right. taking his voice taking out. His voice away. But yeah. then he gets blown up, and Bumblebee's very injured, and he, he goes away. So John Cena just sees all these things as bad, and that's right. where his driving force is, yes. right? Um, but then Bumblebee kind of goes into a weird shut down almost like you know when a vampire needs to rest yeah you? right you know for a long period right. of time because his memory's damaged yeah his voice is damaged yeah and so when she finds him and she sort of accidentally reactivates him it sends a signal out and there's two uh two decepticons who are murdering someone else another another uh autobot oh yeah right that poor bastard 
It's yeah, your big premiere. It's your big premiere in the movies, mate. Yeah. One no. scene, and then you yeah. got to get fucking cut in half. Yeah, right. It was. Oh, I'm going to tell you this. These Decepticons are a little bit more violent than some of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, they show up on Earth and just fucking liquidate the first person they yeah. see. Well, I like that they turn everyone into clear puddles of goo. <laughs> yeah. So that you get that PG-13. Yeah, right. No, but it still feels a bit harsh. No, it's pretty, a little bit yeah, harsher than some of the bad. other ones. It's pretty bad. But, yeah. um, so, when, when they show up, um, uh, they're there to basically kill Bumblebee. And, uh, and also find, they're, they're trying to find out where Prime is and where all the, the Autobots' right. secret base is. Right, because, essentially. Because they're, they're essentially hunting down all these Autobots because, uh, Prime has, you know, sent them away to find a new base that the Decepticons can't find them at. And so they're trying to find Prime because he knows where it is, where that base is supposed yeah. to be set up. Uh, and then when Bumblebee gets activated, they're like, oh, it's his most trusted soldier. He's on this planet. Let's go hunt him down and see if he'll tell us where Prime is so we yeah. know where it's at. It's always also felt very counterproductive because the first one that was interrogating him, you know, and Bumblebee was like, I'll never talk. And he's like, well, let's make sure that that is always true. And then stabs him in the throat. And it's like, yeah, but what, what, what about if, your friends? Yeah, what if your mates find him? <laughs> then he will be unable to tell them no matter how he, they try to compel him. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of no what... how good he gets with that radio. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that says Optimus Prime on there. And in fact, the way that they figure it out is sort of dumb. Yeah. When they're just torturing him and then they kick him and it activates his help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it, it I'm Cybertron, same. yeah. Just like when yeah. that bolt gets removed in Star Wars. Yeah, thing, it's, yeah it's the same shoots thing. Shoots out and they're like, same we know thing. where it is. Yeah. But you were going somewhere with this. Yeah. Uh, John Cena's alive. Right. But right. So, yeah. sorry. I yeah. apologize. Told you. Yeah. Two thoughts at a time. That's jo it. But when, when the Decepticons show up, they're, you know, clever they are right they're like we'll we'll convince the humans that we're good yes and that bumblebee's bad and then they'll help us find him and so there's a scientist character who's just like yeah let's help him yeah and john cena's like uh no <laughs> and they're having this big meeting with all these generals and stuff like that and uh and that he says you know he's like they're called Decepticons. Is that not giving anyone else pause? And everyone it's else is great, just sort of like... It's such a great line. They're yeah. all like, no, I don't see that. I don't see the issue. And no. John Cena's just like, what? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's in the it's, name. It's, it's yeah. so great. Yeah, yeah. it's the best line for me. Yeah. It's, it was pretty good. He has another one. Uh, and all he does is curse. But just the, the way that he does it, I think, is great. So uh, it, it's after this attack. And Bumblebee basically been beat to shit, right? And, you know, uh, there's a, there's a pretty heartfelt moment where Charlie is trying to, you know, revive him and, and he ends up getting up. Um, but he's not, his memory hasn't come back yet. So he doesn't know how to fight. Oh, he doesn't yeah. know how to fight back. Um, and so, you know, they, they blow up the door, uh, that he's locked in and they, they, you know, they're dragging Bumblebee out and, you know, they shot him with these things. And while they're doing that, his memory comes back and he fucking goes, ape shit on these people so right before that what happens is his memory gets restored to full and then his eyes cho change from the blue to red so he basically goes into full-on decepticon mode and his fucking mask comes down and he does it right in front of john cena and john cena just looks at him and goes shit and it's brilliant it's just such a yeah. funny 
it's just done very well. Yeah. Uh, you you yeah. switched him from stun to kill. Yeah, right. That's what it was. It was a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the movie has a lot of good moments to it. It does. Uh, again, so I mentioned the whole E.T. scenes. There are a lot of beats in this film that just, they feel like they're taken exactly from the film E.T. It's like al yeah. alien crashes, young kid finds alien, right. hides alien. Uh, goes away, leaves Alien at home. Alien makes a fucking mess of the house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a and lot look, of there, stuff that felt very similar to that. It's strange because this film has... It, it, you will be able to see all the beats. Everything that this film is going to do, you're going to be able to predict it. it. It's not... It doesn't take a lot of risks no. as far as, you know, telling a very simple story of a girl and her alien robot, right? It's it's very run-of-the-mill that classic way. Classic story. Classic story. Happens to everybody. Um, but despite all that, it still feels very fresh and unique yeah. and, and a, a good take on, yeah. on what they're doing. Yeah, and honestly, it could just be that the other Transformers films are rubbish. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. Yeah, because look, you and I did not have high hopes coming into no, this no, at my all. My expectations were very low, despite, this is one of those things where like, you know, I was reading critic reviews and they were like, oh, it's the fucking best. I was like, there's no way. There's somebody paid all of you off to finally give a Transformers movie a good review. Uh, so I, I didn't believe the hype. No. I, I thought for sure it was rubbish. They were just being kind for once. And uh, I was, honestly, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, my expectations were shot up. I feel like the lesson to be learned here is uh, don't have Michael Bay direct. Yeah. yeah just, just leave him out of stuff. You know, get yeah. someone else. Because, again, the special effects were all... Yeah. The Great. special effects, the story, you know, I, I, yeah. I personally like Shia LaBeouf, so I don't, I don't have an issue with him, but, no. you know, look, Mark Wahlberg is fine and all, but it's... And I like the first movie. I do like the first movie, I do, you know, I really do. Uh, I actually don't even hate, well, no, it's not true, yeah. I hate all the other Transformer and I, and films. I, I feel like this one, like I said, it either rivals the first film, or it does it a little bit better. Yes. You know? Right, I agree. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and with this one, like you said, there's... There's less. Even the first Transformers has a lot of robots that show up to it, focus in on. It does. This one, you're just dealing with three. Yeah, that's it. To be honest. Now, I will robots. say this. So, the, the trailers do show a bunch of, like, the classic uh, Transformers from the cartoon that you're familiar with. Right. right? You know, Soundwave right. and all those ones. And you do get them, but it's just in the beginning. Yes. It's, it's basically, only in the big battle for Cybertron yeah, right at the it's, very it's top. It's basically yeah. exactly what you saw in the trailer. Yeah. And that's a bit of a letdown because it would have yeah. been nice to see that. But on the flip side of that, I do understand why they contained it. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, everything feels very purposeful. Everything feels very restrained. And they really do just want to tell this main story. Uh, and I think that works to its benefit yeah. to make a good film. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. Mm -hmm.